right, let's, let's get going because I got to do laundry. Okay. Okay. Nathan, do you want to lead us in a prayer? <laughs> no, I would not. I do not want to offend Dear our Lord. listeners. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm muting both of you. hi campers welcome to museum camp i'm megan and i'm madison hey and that's nathan in his white claws (laughs) nathan is drinking so much white claw tonight yep that's all (laughs) Anyway, welcome to Imager History. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs> this is Immature History. Yeah, we're going to read you some articles from Wikipedia. Megan, sure? would you like to go first? <laughs> I would love to. <sighs> Madison, Nathan, and White Campers. Claw. <laughs> White Claw, one and two. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about the Kentucky meat shower. Oh, I love this one. (laughs) Nathan is weirdly perked up about this. (laughs) This is right up Nathan's alley. It could not be more up his alley. (laughs) Imagine Nathan walking outside and seeing a meat shower. I I mean... I, I can't even picture it. He would either. just have a heart but attack. Let's, yeah, let's not try. Yeah. The Kentucky meat shower was an incident occurring between the hours of 11 and 12 o'clock for a period of several minutes on March 3rd, 1876, where what appeared to be chunks of red meat measuring approximately two by two inches with at least one being four by four inches, fell from the sky in a 100 by 50 yard area near the settlement of Olympia Springs in Bath County, Kentucky. (laughs) Just a lot of measurements. Yeah. (laughs) This is a home improvement podcast. What am I doing? Building the ark? (laughs) (laughs) There exist several explanations as to how this occurred and what the meat was, (laughs) the most popular being the vulture theory, in which a group of vultures regurgitated their meals after after being startled into taking flight. The exact type of meat was never identified, although various reports suggested it was beef, lamb, deer, bear horse or even human glad we narrowed that down it's like all the red meats (laughs) we know it's not pig so it wasn't chicken (laughs) great (laughs) i also love the idea of vultures eating food and somehow in their digestive tract it just gets entirely cubed (laughs) two by two you know (laughs) like what are they doing what's going on in there yeah what is happening inside of vultures no one knows so and that's why they couldn't solve this (laughs) at the time mrs crouch a farmer's wife was making soap on her porch when she reported seeing the meat pieces fall from the sky 
She said she was 40 steps from her house when the meat started to slap the ground. <laughs> the meat looked gr- <laughs> the meat looked grisly, according to Mrs. Crouch. Mrs. Crouch and her husband believed the event signified a sign from God. A, a similar event. <laughs> what worst, kind of sign? Yeah. What kind of sign is that? Worst sign of all time. A similar event was later reported in Europe. The phenomenon was reported by Scientific American, the New York Times, and several other publications at the time. Most of the pieces were approximately, and we're going to go through the measurements again, apparently. Oh, thank two by God. Two, the meat appeared to be beef, but according okay. to the first report in Scientific American, two gentlemen who tasted it... Idiots. <laughs> Judged it to be lamb or deer. And B.F. Ellington, uh, a local hunter, identified it as bear meat. Why are people tasting this? Yeah, I just. Writing in the sanitarian, Leopold Brandeis identified the substance as Nostock. A type of, oh boy, a type of cyanobacteria. You know what? Brandeis gave the meat sample to the Newark Scientific Association for further analysis, leading to a letter from Dr. Alan McLean Hamilton appearing in the medical record and stating the meat had been identified as lung tissue from either a horse or a human infant. The structure of the organ in these two cases being almost identical. The composition of this sample was backed up by further analysis with two samples of the meat being identified as lung tissue, three as muscle, and two as cartilage. Okay. I really hate it. (sighs) Yeah, it's very gross. And as a resident of Kentucky, I just want to say to God, please don't ever do that. Just text me, dude, if you're trying to tell me something. <laughs> it's so much easier to send signs these days. Yeah. You know, so much easier. <laughs> Attention, God. <laughs> oh, man. What do you have? Um, well, I ha- we're going to stay in the Midwest. Right. Um, because last week when we recorded... In one of our, we recorded a lot of episodes. One of them, we talked about the Ohio clown sightings. We sure did. And so I'm going to revisit that. We're going to look at the 2016 clown sightings. No. Yeah. When we we are together. I know. (laughs) Memory. Um. Okay, the 2016 clown sightings were reports of people disguised as evil clowns in incongruous settings, such as near forests and schools. First question, what would be a congruous setting for an evil clown? Yeah, that's a big question. That's Yeah, that's question number a one. A loaded question, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> you start unpacking, it's just 400 scarves. Um, <laughs> like a clown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. 
The incidents were reported in the United States, Canada, and subsequently in other countries and territories from August 2016. The sightings were first reported in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in what turned out to be a marketing stunt for a horror film. I wonder which one. Doesn't say. Thanks, Wikipedia. The phenomenon later spread to many other cities in the U.S., most notably South Carolina, where a nine-year-old boy told his mother that two suspicious males dressed as clowns tried to lure him into the nearby woods. Oh I God. would, I would move to a different state so fast. I would go into mom mode and hunt someone down. If a clown ever asked me to do anything, yeah, much less lure me into the woods Ugh. 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 Um, by mid-october 2016 clown sightings and attacks had been reported in nearly all u.s states nine out of 13 provinces and territories of canada and 18 other countries uh, prior to the spate of incidents in 2016 numerous sightings of people dressed as clowns in odd or incongruous settings have occurred throughout the world since 2013 the proliferation of videos and images of these per precursor sightings spread through social media posts and viral sharing of the content. Um, so I don't know why people felt the need to do that. Um, okay. There's some precursor sightings, but I'm going to skip them. Um, so the 26 sightings and effects, the 2016 clown phenomenon began in Green Bay, Wisconsin in early August. Five pictures of a creepy clown roaming a vacant parking lot under a bridge in downtown Green Bay at night started going viral on August 1st, 2016. A Facebook page was created shortly after claiming the clown was named Gags. Ew. I hate it. <laughs> in the days that followed, the pictures ended up being discussed on numerous news outlets. Suspicions of the character being related to a horror film were confirmed when a Wisconsin filmmaker announced the pictures were a marketing stunt for a then unreleased short film titled Gags. Ew. <laughs> wow, a horror movie about a clown. Yeah. Real groundbreaking. Real yeah. <laughs> you did it. Uh, <laughs> A feature film was produced based on the short film and premiered in 2018 with a wild, wide release planned for, 20, for September 2019. After the Wisconsin incident, numerous other incidents started popping up across the U.S., most notably in Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina, at the end of August 2016. In early October 2016, further incidents were reported in Canada and the first occurrences in the United Kingdom and Australia. British communities were described as horrified and pressure had been placed on police resources which is fair yeah uh, throughout this time internet social media sites received numerous postings related to the phenomenon <laughs> the world clown association president randy christensen randy stance. randy get a different job tell uh, me his stance yeah, he took a stance against the current trend of people dressing up as clowns to frighten people. <laughs> Circuses and other clown-related businesses were affected. You know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, is what I once heard. Amen. <laughs> In October of 2016, McDonald's decided that Ronald McDonald would keep a lower profile as a result of the incidents. They could not have picked a funnier way to see that. Lower profile. He's in a safe house somewhere. Uh, uh, he's just like dressed in 
like regular human clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Just so inconspicuous. Oh, so good. Um, a sociologist has called 2016 <laughs> 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 a bad time to be a professional clown. <laughs> hey, is there a good time to be a professional clown? <laughs> Oh, man. Um, The killer clown craze has been linked to a significant increase in sales of clown suits in and near Glasgow, Scotland. (laughs) Classic. Um, During Halloween, uh, and this will shock you, some Floridians decided to go armed while (laughs) trick-or-treating. I mean, knock me over with a feather. Yeah, right there. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um... (laughs) Lots of governments issued official bans against clowning. Um, several New Zealand shops have withdrawn clown costumes from their shelves. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, here's one from Ohio. Um, in the United States, the East Side Union High School District, the West Milford School District, Ohio School District, and Springboro Community Schools issued a blanket ban on all clown costumes and clown masks in addition to previously existing policies and restrictions. Sure. So not that far from Cincinnati. <laughs> not that far at all. Greater Cincinnati area. Great. Uh, uh, employees of theme parks were instructed to remove any horror costumes and makeup before leaving work. Um, <laughs> by October 25th, 2016, several news outlets reported on an alleged <laughs> clown-initiated purge or attack, which supposedly was to take place on Halloween Eve of 2016. While there were no widespread purge attacks as threatened, a family from Florida were attacked on October 31st by a group of approximately 20 people in clown masks. No arrests were made. What? 20 people beat up a family. (sighs) Stupid. Um, Ugh. Yeah, many people took baseball bats to the streets to hunt the clowns. College students formed mobs. Campgrounds floated with rumors of clown attacks. Then there's like just pages and pages and pages of every instance. So I'm not going to read that. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's. The, oh, there's one last thing. The Verge dismissed the sightings as a case of mass hysteria. That old chestnut. Stating that a fear of clowns may be an underlying cause. <laughs> they love mass hysteria. Right. A blanket excuse. Always. It works for so much, you know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just chestnuts anymore, people. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It's fine. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Immature History. We'll see you next time. And we'll be equally immature. Goodbye. That's right. Bye. (laughs) What is up with clowns? What is up with the Midwest? Well, that's unanswerable.